here in front of this beautiful pond around pure nature. And I'm just sitting back and reflecting on past episodes that we've recorded and we're just waiting to see what the outcome is. A couple years ago, they announced that Holly Bailey would be the star of The Little Mermaid. We recorded an episode about it, just our initial thoughts about it. Now the movie is out. And it's one of those movies where it's not just out. It's been talked about for maybe the last two months. I mean, it's been talked about for the last couple years, but they definitely have been like doing a heavy marketing of Little Mermaid for the last 60 days at the time of this recording. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with, you know, embedding yourself into the culture and having everyone talk about it and making sure that you get return on your investment. I mean, that's what marketing is all about. So I'm not mad at that part. As a matter of fact, I'm not mad at anything, but I am curious. Now, I've looked and looked and looked, and there's not much reporting on this. Supposedly, the amount that we have found that Holly Bailey has received for being on Little Mermaid is something like $1.5 million, which I have no idea if that number is accurate, and it's really none of our damn business. Gotcha. I just want to make sure with all that's going on and black mermaids and uh, action figures and Barbies and all this merchandise, all the music, all the things that go along with the Little Mermaid as a brand. Was there any back-end equity offered? Or is it because Little Mermaid was popular back in 1989, it's not, it's not the same situation as what happened with The Lion King. If anybody remembers, Jason Weaver was the voice of The Lion King, was asked to do the music, and I don't remember the exact numbers, but they were going to pay him a, a hefty sum, and his mom stepped in and said, no, we'll take less, but we'll get equity. Right? And so, if the reports are true, and by the way, when Jason Weaver does that, he then sets himself up for the long term. Play long term games with long term people. Now, it's not for everybody. But if you can figure out a way to eat off of this thing for the long term, you should be able to have that conversation. And anybody who doesn't want you to eat long term. <laughs> Then you got to ask yourself, why am I in business with them? <laughs> That's just me, though. Whenever I start having long-term conversations with people, they will quickly reveal if it's a short-term conversation. Well, as soon as you start talking about equity, as soon as you start talking about uh, 10-year horizons, and what are we doing for the next 20 years, the short-term people will leave the room. Just try it. Start talking long term and see how many people get up from the table. Magically, they got phone calls. They got things they got to go do. Short term people run from long term conversations. 
Now, why do I bring this up? Because are we having, with this Haley Bailey, Holly Bailey situation, is this a short-term conversation or long-term? Do you just take the long, do you take the the sum of 1.5 million and then never eat off of it again? If that number is even true? Or is there any equity involved in this? Why does that matter? Because if it's a short-term conversation, there's nothing for me to talk about. That's not black equity. If it's a long-term conversation, then there's a lot to discuss. And there's a lot to learn. And so, something I want us to start doing, especially as we're having these business conversations, is I want us to start figuring out, are these short-term conversations or long-term conversations? There are some things that are just always going to be short term in your day to day life. But the things that you want to be long term, you shouldn't be doing them with short term people. People who are only going to be there for a season, if that. I need to know if I'm Holly Bailey and I'm talking to the Disney execs and they love my voice. They think I would be a really great fit. And I'm I'm watching all this behind-the-scenes footage about how she felt so wonderful that they embraced her locks and they didn't ask her to change her natural hair the way it is. All this really great stuff about aesthetics and about diversity and inclusion. But I ain't heard nothing about equity. I'm talking about real equity. I'm talking about equity that's tied to percentage of merchandise sales percentage of CD sales. But I wonder, is it a different offer because all this had already been made before her? But see, if Disney is smart, Disney is saying to themselves, yes, we've done all this before, but now with a diverse audience, we can have a, we can do all the same things we did before, but tap into a whole nother audience that would want this merchandise and it wouldn't be the same as before. They don't have to sell the same type of mermaid before. They can do a different mermaid, a darker mermaid. And with that in play, it's going to rank in so much money. Well, how does Disney know this? Well, they, best of my ability, they own Marvel. Now, what does Marvel have to do with this? (laughs) Black Panther was one of their highest grossing movies of all time. And my question is, who had equity in it? I asked it back then. It's a, I mean, it's a wonderful moment in society to have that story told on such a large scale. But who had equity in it? So Disney knows all about equity. They know all about what's going to be long-term and what's going to be short-term. They're building these brands out to be 20, 30, 40 years long, if not longer. That's why they acquired Star Wars. Because it has the longevity. It didn't just come out in the 80s and disappear. It's been out for over 40 to 50 years. So my question, my question, my, 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 my question for everybody that I'm coming in contact with. Is this a short-term conversation or a long-term conversation? Is this short-term or long-term? What are we doing here? 
And here's the thing. A lot of people don't even know their intentions with you. They just like your vibe and they just want to sit there until they don't like your vibe. And then when they don't like your vibe, they'll disappear. And then they'll find out, oh, I was a short-term person in your life. Some people want to have something long-term with you. So how do you know the difference between the two? Before we head out, I have found that long-term people, they're never sounding like it's about to end. <laughs> Short-term people are always, it's, it's over. It's about to end. It's, uh, yeah, we had a great time. Like, the words that they use sounds very short-term. They're always trying to get, you know, say, oh, when we wrap this up, when we get this done, it's a short-term project. And there's nothing wrong with short-term projects. It's just short-term projects are for short-term people. Long-term projects or long-term thinking or long-term vision or for visionaries and long-term thinkers. Now, you can have a long-term vision and then have smaller projects that are short-term along that journey. And you hire short-term people to do that, those things. But you gotta ask yourself, are you a short-term person or a long-term person? Or potentially, you could be both, depending on the situation. But you need to know what you are in that, that situation. Some people are there to keep you around for 30 or 40 years. And you have to decide, is that something you really want? And are you being compensated for that? This, you know, whenever we have the conversation about, is it okay to work or have a job or financial freedom? And it always gets brought up about uh, taking a job. There's nothing wrong with having a job. It's just the outlook of it. What's the purpose behind it? Is it short-term or long-term? Does it give you the wisdom for something else? Do you acquire something deeper than money through the situation? Like, the, there has to be more to the conversation. We can't just say, oh, start a business, be financially free. Because that's how you attract this, this conversation that's happening now about grifters and scammers. And, because it's all about the money. I think the better conversation to have about uh, financial literacy and black entrepreneurship and is it, is it okay to have a job? Are you working for the man? The better question to have in that situation is are you doing what you were born to do? Are you following your purpose? And while doing that, you may pick up projects that are short term, roles that are medium term, and equity that's long term. As long as you're walking within your purpose, that's the real question. Are you within your natural flow? That doggone Holly Bailey, she's in her natural flow throughout that whole movie. I ain't seen the movie, but as far as from the time they announced it till now, she's been in her flow. That's, that was the, they've got the perfect person to do that at this time. Put it that way. I don't know if the movie was great. I don't know how all that did, but that, she was the right person for it because of how she handled it in the media, how she talked about it. Okay. 
the way the way that she approached it shows me she was in her flow. And with her being in her flow, my question is, was it short term, medium term or long term? I want to send this message out to the people in the financial literacy space of all sounds. If you're doing anything financial literacy, financial related, you have some type of financial content, anybody, because we all know that financial services is the number one industry where people have become male over and over and over. Various sectors within the financial services industry is by far the most consistent you can do multi-millionaires well. Okay? Now, how does the financial services industry is so lucrative there are always going to be people who rush into that financial services industry looking to take advantage of other people's lack of knowledge in that particular area. These are the short-term to mid-term people. They may be here for, I don't know, a couple of years, maybe three, right? And then out of nowhere, never see them again or they come back as somebody else. That's what people tend to do. They come back as somebody else. They got to change this name, change that name. They got to they gotta come back as somebody else when they play the short-term game. Because they always got to keep changing their identity. When you play short-term games in the financial media space, end up, you play short-term games in the financial media space, end up having to change your identity over and over and over and over and over because you don't have a good name. Yahweh make sure that you have a good name. You may make mistakes along the way. So when you're thinking long-term, you're thinking about your name, your character, your integrity, what you stand for. Those things, they, they allow you to reach into a different area in your life. The financial media space, from what I've noticed and I've documented some of the things that really concern me, they really do concern me. There's a lot of short-term players in the game. And a lot of times, the short-term players do things to be noticed. And often, when you're a 
you're a short-term player in the game and you're doing things just to be noticed, just to be seen, you end up having to change your identity because you'll become anybody to be seen. If it's just about being seen and being known, you'll become anybody you have to so people will wave your way. You'll be everybody's buddy, you'll be everybody's pal, you hold nobody accountable, not even yourself. Then you're playing a short-term game. What is a long-term game? Oh, and by the way, what a lot of short-term people do is they'll sit next to long-term people every once in a blue moon so then they can look long-term. They'll try to find like a billionaire and they'll sit next to the billionaire for them. Because being there has been there long term, that doesn't mean you're going to be there long term. That's a short term game. For me, and I guess everybody's long term can be different, for me the long term game was always, let me listen to what y'all always tell me to do. But I ain't got time to be chasing after something that's imaginary. And that means that sometimes you don't necessarily collaborate with every single person and meet all these different people and rub shoulders with uh, familiar faces. Let's make sure that we're getting the information accurate. And it doesn't mean that we're always accurate. It doesn't mean that we don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that we're better than anyone. It doesn't mean we're hating on anyone. It just means I don't want to play a short-term game. That's it. Nothing, it's nothing personal. It's really nothing personal, my friends. I don't want to play a short-term game when it comes to this particular space. This is long-term game thinkers. Only long-term game thinkers allowed. Everybody else, I'm just not interested in talking to short-term people. That's it. Let's, let's talk about how are we planning this thing now for decades to come. You know, it's okay to do short-term projects with a long-term mission. But if you have a short-term mission, you end up with long-term projects that you don't even love. I want to make sure the long-term project I'm working on, man, I was born to do that. That's what the work I'm doing is. It's basically, I would have wrote this up. <laughs> you know, it's exactly what I would do. Thank you for dreaming it up and thinking of me. That, I do some of those short-term projects. Like, okay, I'll work on this particular project. And then I have a long, but it, I have, the short-term projects have to line up with the long-term vision. It has to. To me, it's set a long-term vision, and you adjust it sometimes, but you set a long-term vision, and then you're working on short-term projects along the way to get to where you want to be. Sometimes they're medium-term projects. You work on short to medium steps along the way. Take what it is and you break it down, you become a long-term thinker. 
now, why am I bringing up? Why am I bringing all this up? Well, I just think that over the last two to three years, there were a lot of things that were published, that were said, that were done in the financial literacy space. And when I was trying to tell y'all about it, uh, I saw it coming. There was people saying, there was people saying, yo, because they're successful and you're not successful. All this stuff, I do want to say. I understand that when you are an avid fan of something, when you're an avid fan of something, you lose perspective. I spent 15, 20 years of my life, probably wasn't that long, hanging on Tim Duncan. And then I realized, uh, man, I've been hanging on him this whole time. Because I was a Lakers fan. And I didn't really appreciate his, in the moment, I didn't appreciate his game. I didn't appreciate Tim Duncan until about to retire, but man, he didn't did it. He came, he got his what, five rings. He did, he did what he needed to do. Going crazy all the time. And I respect it. But what it made me realize is I need to appreciate the game more. By appreciating the game, I learned I, I'm not hating on anyone. I am curious if next season, John Morant gets his act together and becomes a Hall of Fame player. I'm allowed to wonder about that. Well, I'm allowed to do that in the financial literacy space as well. And in the financial literacy space, what I mean was, was that if we not sitting with the celebrities, y'all not rocking with us. Y'all was at the conferences, seminars, Everybody is better than everybody. It was a, it was a, it was a nasty, nasty, nasty space. Short term, and them being loyal to each other, short term. Education space. They can make money. 
money. Yes, we know that this is the space where money is going to uh, be a wealth of abundance. There's a wealth of abundance for everybody in the financial space. We have to make sure that we're long-term thinkers and not short-term thinkers. But know that when the short-term thinkers come, you just have to let them have their trend. Some things are just trendy. <sighs> Naval says, Boy, Naval says, long-term people play long-term games. Play long-term games with long-term people. So here I am, working with people who are long-term. A lot of times, people are just short-term in your life. And because they're short-term, they'll treat you anyway. When it's short-term, when it's short-term, they don't give a damn how they treat you. They get they get what they want. <laughs> when it's short-term, they get what they want and they keep you to the curb. people's marketing strategies. Let me get people that you can recognize. And because you recognize them, they think now you recognize who they are. If you can recognize who the celebrity is, you recognize them. And it's It doesn't mean 
that you never hear from them. After a while, you have, they gotta come back. Yep, like something different. You know what I mean? You gotta come back different. Like what you came in as was a Trojan horse. Everybody bought into it. Hip hop was your Trojan horse. That's what people do. They use hip hop. They'll use hip hop and street culture to be their Trojan horse and talk a certain vernacular. And then you pull back the mask and it's like, oh, Telling us your poor, right? but you know, it's really it's all an act. That's what that's what I'm gathering from this short-term, long-term financial education space. A lot of people are putting on an act. You know how you know it's an act when they How it looked if I lost weight. Right? And so before and after is on their front cover. Right? Just the financial education space. It's a beautiful space. And I've been studying well wealth inequality where what, what what wealth is in what country and what how do we define wealth where's the wealth equity for all I just uh The more I study it, the more I realize how how many people are just rushing. They're rushing in because they want a piece of it. And they always <laughs> I guess what I learned is what I've learned is they have to come in very loud. They gotta come in very obnoxious. They gotta let you know that they arrived. They have to let us know that they're bigger than everyone else. They're ahead of everyone else. They're better than everyone. No one can do what they've done. They've made history. Everything is historic. You gotta like hear this stuff when these people walk in the room. These are short short-term thinkers they say things like short-term thinkers say things like Deion Sanders has done more for college what black college football HBCUs is what it will say Deion Sanders has done more for HBCUs than anyone else when you hear stuff like that from the financial educational space, it's just disrespectful. 
It's disrespectful to your ancestors. It's disrespectful to the people who founded those HBCUs. And it shows me that you've never gone to an HBCU. That's what it shows me. It shows me you've never gone to an HBCU and you have no idea what you're talking about. And if you did, you only went there so people could know that you were black. You had to let people know. That's what I'm saying. Y'all, I just can't. I can't with the short-term thinkers. Leave me alone. Go so go somewhere else and go sit down. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, y'all. Oh boy. You know. Did I make an evergreen episode? Could it be something I, I could bring back to you a year from now and play it again and go, wow, I forgot about this. So that's what I'm trying to create evergreen situation. Where the conversation could be re-listened to over and over and over. Doesn't mean it always happens, but that's the goal. When I put, when we published an episode from a few years ago, they did better than even the second half of the
there was about 25 episodes that we wrote down we felt like were really evergreen for the audience. Really right for evergreen. And they dropped as if they had just been recorded that day. And to me, that's what I uh, appreciate about the journey. Create an evergreen moment. There would be things going on in the news that had everything to do with that topic because the conversations we're having are eternal. This is long term, baby. We're having eternal conversations. Oh, man. Some people are not ready for eternal conversations. You gotta focus on what's eternal. This this, this is something that lasts forever. Well, you got, we gotta make moves that will go well beyond us. We are making moves that go well beyond us. Yeah. Focus on what's eternal. And I know that's easier said than done. I know it's easier said than done, but it's the reality. I think y'all for listening to this special special episode. I wanted to get some things off my mind. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. But I just want to have eternal conversations. Not things that are hidden for the moment. Yeah, I just, you know. I look back at during that time and the things I had to call out and egos that were involved. Man. I just, uh, it was really sad to watch. And I, and I try to leave as many clues as possible to help help people out, man. I really do. I try. I try.
reaching out, I was trying to help in my own way. I would, I would, I would uncover certain pieces of wisdom on the song, and I would release the song to the world. I would put it, I would put it on a post. I was trying to let them know. I was trying to let them know that we have to think eternal. We have to think long term. And if we're working on short term projects along the way, that's fine. But let's just be upfront about it and not try to trick everybody into playing like we're playing something long term. That's the part that gets me is when people start trying to trick you into thinking this is long term when they know they're short term. Just be, if you, if you saw nothing wrong with being short term, you hide it. If you didn't see anything wrong with being short term, you try to hide it. That's what always gets me. People say, there's nothing wrong with being short term. Great, then why are you hiding it? <laughs> Why are you hiding? Why are you hiding? You gotta get it. You gotta know. You gotta have people around you. You gotta have people around you that you're allowed to say no to. And you gotta have things. say yes to you have to know all the so you can prepare yourself as best to come in the body. Especially if you're doing that with short term. Look, this one is very important. I know people love long-term people, you can do short-term projects. Some people are only short-term. That's all they are. So, they have to come back with something different the next time, something different the next time. They're always reinventing themselves. And they call it leveling up. They think Switching identities is like, well, <laughs> see what I'm going through? Yeah. Look up. Switching your identity. Trying to hide who you were before. That's not going to work. Yes, people grow and they expand and they're like, 
I'm different than I was before. I changed a lot. Changed a lot because you were different identities of different people. Yes, you're supposed to grow and expand and evolve. Yes, 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 there'll be different versions of you. Yes, different versions of you. Not just different versions. Just keep presenting a different version. It's not even you. Like, who are you? You know, this thing popped up on my uh, my timeline. This thing, this video popped up on my timeline on some wisdom from being dashed. Dash was talking to these young brothers on the video and he was talking about how he would hang out with people and then he would find out over time that they were trying to become them. He was like, man, it was just so weird when you could see somebody trying to become you. And I think, I think that happens a lot. Try to become them. It's always all been looking at But if you're doing it over and over and over and over all day, that gets a little tricky. say all the right things and become all the right things and because I've said all the right things they'll love you. you a lot of people got into it for the love of the game it makes me think of uh Hayden Fool he's like man I just love when you see me out there doing my thing I love the hustle I love it and I always said I mean people love that scene
activity. Chase after anything. Okay. So here's here's something I want us to remember. Know who you are before you walk in the room. Are you a long-term person? And if you are long-term, is this project short-term, medium-term, or long-term? And are the people long-term people? Okay, long-term those are long-term people. Man, when you start living it out, that quote is real. Anything that's short-term, it's got to go. I'm Darren Moultrie, Black Equity Podcast. This is Black Equity Network. I'll talk to you next time. Next time we'll have another heart-to-heart. Talk to you soon.